0: On today's episode of Sound Doctrine, we're gonna talk about what this podcast is and whether or not it's for you. By the end of this episode, you should have a solid idea of whether you do or do not wanna click that subscribe button and you'll know where we're going in the future. I'm not gonna waste any more of your time. We're gonna dive right into it. There are a couple core beliefs that really motivated me to make a podcast like this. This is a uh, podcast for technical artists in the church, but it's a ministry focused podcast because I think that there is a fundamental disconnect in the minds of technical directors and the people serving on their teams between what they do and the ministry of the church that they serve in. I believe that technical directors often view themselves as a service role where people come and make requests and they fulfill those requests and then they leave. And I think that they forget that they have a ministry and a pastoral role to fulfill as well. And because of that, I wanted to explore the implications of that connection. And that is why this podcast exists. So, if you are a technical director, if you are a technical artist in the church and you want to go deeper, you want to explore What your role really means, and perhaps grow a little bit. This is the podcast for you. I'm going to have conversations with lots of people, not just myself. And there's actually a second chair next to me here for those of you watching the video on YouTube that is empty at the moment because there's kind of a pandemic happening. But at some point, I will bring in uh, Brady Bowens, a friend of mine who is a technical director at a local church, and that will that will add some add some flavor, if you will, to the dialogue here. So you won't just be hearing my voice or Zoom calls. But times being what they are, Zoom calls are going to work just fine. And for this episode, it's just you and me, buddy. So who am I? My name is Josh Hughes, and I have about 13 years of live production and video creation experience. And I spent about 10 of those in churches. I started serving at churches when I was in middle school in band and technical capacities and kind of grew as a technical artist from there into eventually taking a staff role as a technical director for a church of about a thousand, just under a thousand people, which I did for four years. Over the course of those four years, I grew from just sort of an audio engineer who knew a little bit about lights. I grew into the video and the slides and, you know, really the deeper aspects of the technical understanding to where now, now I run a company that resources churches and nonprofits and we, you know, install broadcast video systems. We tune sound systems all the way down to, we do produce services, you know, and we provide audio services and video services and things like that. And, Because of that kind of rounded experience, I've seen a lot of different churches, but I've seen a common theme among all of them that comes back to why this podcast exists. I always see technical directors and their teams viewing themselves in a service capacity, and they don't necessarily think of themselves as ministers or as pastors, and I want to challenge that. And that's why this podcast exists, because we're going to challenge that idea. And here's the fundamental challenge. If you're a technical director, you are overseeing a team of volunteers. That makes you a pastor right there. We've already made the connection because a pastor is someone who has a tribe to take care of and who is responsible for the spiritual, holistic well-being of that team, as well as equipping them for whatever they need to do next. And as a technical director, you are probably very good at equipping your team for the audiovisual technical needs. But you probably haven't spent a lot of time, if you're anything like me, you probably haven't spent a lot of time considering the spiritual needs of your team, because there are other people for that, right? There's a worship pastor and a senior pastor. But I think that technical directors, not only should we be um, investing in our team's spiritual well-being, I think we are uniquely equipped to invest in our team's spiritual well-being. And here's why. There are lots of teams at your church, right? There's there's probably a team in children's ministry, a team in students. There's probably a sort of greeting team or a lobby atmosphere team, something like that. Those teams have what I would call overlapping interests, which is to say that if I'm the children's pastor and I notice one of the greeters in the lobby is you know kind of off or, or feeling you know down or something, I can go and invest in that person. So even though that person's team isn't necessarily run by me as a pastor, I could see that person and take care of them. But when it comes to the technical arts, we are less visible. So your team is already not getting noticed by as many pastors, but also we do something that people don't understand usually. And that's different from all of the other team roles because I can look at a greeter in the lobby and I can understand what they're frustrated about. But someone could look at a sound engineer and not understand what's wrong or why that person is feeling tension or frustration. So, as a technical director who understands that situation, you might be the only person who can detect burnout before it happens in your team. And especially if you're at a larger church where you have a worship pastor who's got a band of, you know, 15, 20, 30, 40 people that they're managing, to do all of that. And then also take care of a technical team of 7, 12, 21, however many people you've recruited, The that's a lot to ask of one pastor, and it's a lot of knowledge to ask one pastor to have. I think it's important for a worship pastor to understand the technical side of things. But as a technical director, you have the inside track. And because you only have your technical team to take care of, you should be able to minister to them in a way that is much more effective and much more localized. It should feel more like a family when you do it than when a worship pastor does it. I also hate the term worship pastor because worship is not about music, but we'll get into that in a future conversation, I'm sure. I've got lots to talk about, Um, and I'd rather talk about that with someone else so that there's more than one opinion in the room. So why do I, why do I tell you all this? Well, because I think that you, as a technical artist in the church, you have that pastoral role, but further, I think we have a ministry role. And here's why. Um, if you've ever gone to a concert, if you've ever gone to a live production of any sort outside the church, then you know that there's a difference between a concert that is a spectator experience and a concert that is a shared experience. All the good concerts are shared experiences where you feel like you're participating in something with that artist or that band or that, that choir or whatever you're there to see that comedian even. And the difference is the interaction between the stage and the room. But what you may not realize is that the difference is also the reason that we get to that shared experience is also the way that the technical arts handle that environment. You can create an environment that fosters that joint sort of expression, or you can create an environment that feels separated, where you feel like you're on the outside looking in. And that environment is something that people walk into and immediately notice at your church. They walk into the room. No one's even played a song yet. No one said, hello, or greeted them. They walk into your auditorium or your sanctuary, and they know what that environment is because you're creating it immediately they walk in and they get the vibe. And that's an important role that if we get this wrong, people are going to have obstructions to engaging. In worship and glorifying God, right? We get together on Sundays, not because it's the prerequisite of being a Christian. We get there to celebrate and we get there to glorify God as a group. So when we come together to do those things, when we try and fulfill that role, we want everyone to participate because they can worship on their own time as well. But this is a unique kind of worship. The only purpose of actually getting together for a church service, the only reason that this would matter is because when we're all together, we can collectively bring glory to God. That's different from our personal walk where we might be worshiping God, you know, throughout the week or um, doing other things. You know, we, we can worship God by studying and we can worship God by doing, you know, charitable acts and we can worship God with all of the spiritual disciplines, but there's something different about getting together and, you know, glorifying God as a group and that something different matters. And that something different now is tied directly into what we do as technical artists. Without the technical artists in your church, no matter how great the band or the pastor or whoever is, they can only reach a group of a certain size because other people can't hear them or they can't see them. And that feels like more to me than just pushing buttons, right? We're not just trying to get people in the seats because, well, the church down the road has a sound system, so we needed a sound system. We are able to take the message and amplify it (laughs) literally, but I, I wasn't trying to make the pun there, but I usually will be trying to make the pun, but we can take that message and amplify it so that it reaches more people, or we can take that message and we can put it online. We can broadcast it. And that's a responsibility that goes beyond just being a service department that puts you influencing the worship of other people, right? That's a, that's a worship role, And so we've got these pastoral and these worshipful positions that we look at as service positions that we look at as, well, I'm the guy who fixes the Wi-Fi for people, or we look at them as, you know, I'm someone who has to do whatever other people ask all the time. And that, that challenges me and I hope it challenges you. And I want us to grow into that. There's another reason that this podcast exists and it's because the average technical director has a lifespan of one year uh at least a couple years ago when i went to the philo conference in chicago that was the case they had they had a study that they were sharing the results of and on average a technical director burns out after a year and needs to be replaced one year or less and that is not enough time to contribute all that you have to contribute to your church to the kingdom of god and to your team and I'm hoping that with a podcast like this, where it's it's people who get you and who can encourage you and who can help maybe dive into some of the things that lead to those frustrations, maybe we can extend that lifespan. I would love to see that get up to four years, eight years. You know, what if the average technical director was someone where you got the right person in your church and they were there for the long run? I think that would be awesome. And I think that would be great for you because, well, you as a technical artist don't want to keep having to hop careers and learn new leadership philosophies and all all that, all that mess. It it would just be better if we could figure out what is causing that. And maybe the reason that technical directors are burning out and leaving is because they are focusing so hard on one aspect of their job and not thinking about the ministry and the pastoral aspect on the other side. And that's, I think that that's something that maybe we can challenge and maybe we can grow through. So by having these conversations and by exploring these dialogues, I'm hoping to kind of break through that kind of mental barrier, that, that deadlock that we might run into. And it's not going to be just me. I'm not going to sit here and this is not the school of Josh Hughes. I don't want you to sit there and just learn from me. And, you know, I impart the wisdom of the ages unto you. I'm going to have other people here. Like I said, I'll have a co-host eventually. Um, but I'm also going to be having zoom conversations. You know, I'll interview people. I will go out and find, I'll talk to you. That's fine. Um, I want to get lots of opinions and philosophies and, and Viewpoints into the room, so that we can take from it the overall trends that maybe help us to do this ministry thing better. That can the the technical arts as a ministry position is just something that I don't see explored many places. I think there's lots to learn. I think I'm going to be growing with you. This is the beginning, not the end, right? I'm not at the end of my journey. I'm not here to um, to preach at you. I'm starting a journey with you and I'm asking you to come with me and learn and grow and see where this goes. So hopefully that has all kind of made sense. Um, I've already tried to record this episode of the podcast once and realized that I don't have an ending. Like I don't know how I want to end these episodes, but if you're watching on YouTube, it would really help me if you hit the subscribe button just to show me, Hey, I'm interested in continuing. Um, And if there's stuff that you are struggling with, feel free to drop it in a comment and let me know. I will explore those topics. I want to grow with you. So yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. Now, you know who sound doctrine is, what we're all about, and you know, where we're going. The only real question left is, are you coming with us? I'm Josh Hughes. I hope to see you in the next episode.